Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Neo Extreme Podcast. I am your host, Neo Vampiro from Neo Vampiro Gaming on YouTube and NeoVamp97 at Twitch. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about OBS and how to use the streaming broadcast and how to set up. This is going to be a step-by-step audible tutorial, so I hope you guys can keep up. If you can't, you can always go back and listen to this step-by-step, or there's great videos on YouTube for those who are visual learners as well. OBS is called Open Broadcast Software, where once you download it, you're greeted to a blank slate. It's super blank. It means you have nothing, no alerts, no no images, no nothing. Once you have OBS opened, you have the option to start with your first scene. That's all the way on the left. It's the first on the left that says scenery, add scenes. And with this, with add scenes, you get to add all your sources, your sounds, your alerts, your images, um, your bits, donations, stuff like that, which we're gonna get into step by step. Once you type in the word starting soon scene or starting scene, it's important to keep everything labeled because if you don't, it gets pretty mixed up real fast. So once you have everything set up for your starting soon, you go one step over to your right to where you see sources. And in your sources, that's gonna be for your sounds, for your output audio, for the gaming, and the headset audio, which will be the input input auxiliary. So you have one for the out, which is the game, the gaming sound output that goes out to your stream, and your uh, audio input for your headset that will also be an input that your voice carries out to for us, the viewers or streamers get to hear. Especially if you have fans that are your moderators once they earn that or you got close friends that become moderators. It's also good to know that when you adding your sources, it's gonna be from a tap down perspective. So anything that's above your sources gets to be in the front of your screen anything below that gets to go behind it so the first thing that you want to do is put up your your image your branding image your logo whichever your colors are or your images and if it's a static image it's a image that stays in place it's not animated it doesn't move nothing not nothing like that it's just a simple picture with the with the text probably saying starting soon. And if you wanna add that, once you add up your images, I'm gonna tell you how to do that. So in order to add your scene of your starting soon scene, you wanna go to add source, you go to plus, and you wanna go to browse. Cause browse is where you would keep all your files. If you're doing this on PC, you wanna go to browse. Browse on your PC where you keep all your files. Whatever you have it labeled on or whatever drive you're using, you want to go to browse. So once you go to browse and you upload your scene, you want to make that scene 1920 by 1080. Reason being because your output canvas is going to be 1920 by 1080 because most likely you're going to be doing this in 1080p. That's why. 
You can do this smaller if you want, if you're using TikTok, but TikTok has a different ratio, which we'll get into much, much later. Right now, we're just gonna do the basics. So you wanna do 10, uh, 1920 by 1080 for your stream. And then once you have it up there, um, you'll see little squares on the canvas, which you have the option to fit to screen or stretch it to screen by using like the, the corner squares. But here's the trick. If you want to get a perfect square to fit that section, that perfect square by square without being stretched or over pulled, you hover your arrow key to the image, right click it. And once you right click it, you scroll all the way down to where it says transform. And when you go to transform, you'll have the option to say center screen or fit to screen. And you want to fit to screen. Mostly with fit to screen, it will just put everything perfectly fit. Corner to corner, nothing will be out of place. And once you're satisfied, you want to go all the way to in your source section. If you see the little key locks under that source, you have the option to lock it or unlock it. I suggest you lock it. Because once you lock it and you start adding in your other stuff, you don't want to run the risk of moving something by accident once you have everything perfect. And if you want to fix it up later, you can unlock it and lock everything else down so you don't have to move nothing else. So once you have your scene locked, you want to add in next, which is my suggestion, your alerts. For those of you that, that don't know, alerts are little sound bites that play when somebody hits the follow button or donation, buys a gift, sends a super chat. For those that's on YouTube, they're called super chats. And on Twitch, they use bits and subs. So once you go to Streamlabs or you go to own.tv, which if you check out my source on my YouTube page, you'll see that I have a link directly to own.tv where if you go through my link, you get 50% off your first month. The link is in my YouTube description and is also in my link tree in my bio as well. But if you're using Streamlabs or own.tv, um, own.tv and Streamlabs will give you a serial number code specific to you that you can get on Streamlabs. Go to alert section in Streamlabs and then click on copy. You don't have to expose your serial number to your alerts. Don't ever do that, especially on live streaming because once you once you do the back, then someone can copy your stream and pretty much run your stream. So you can copy your alerts and then add in, add in a new source under your starting soon scene. You don't have to go back to where you have it says start. You could still do, the, still do this under your sources. In that second column to the right, next to where you just set up the starting soon scene and add in the word alert. Always name your stuff. Now the alert ratio, you can do same thing, 1920 by 1080. Don't worry about the size of the alerts. You want it to be full screen because here's the funny thing. Depending on how big the alert animation and stuff like that, the alert animation is only going to be about six to eight seconds long. 
you don't want it to be nothing longer than that because if it's a very uh animated alert that's big and animated it's gonna take away from the game that's going on live and you know for those watching you don't want it to be too distracting so six to eight seconds long is the key key to way to go and it's a good way to let, to let them know the viewer know that you're appreciating their new follow that that they enjoy your content or they that they donate it and their name will pop up or their their username not your real name your username will pop up and it shows appreciation and it's a really cool thing to use so once you have your alert set up from either source you're using you want to go to the the audio source which is in the same section of your ad sources and then you can have, you have the option to do either or you could add in your microphone audio source first or your audio output for your computer or wherever you get your audio output from if you want to do the pc side first computer side first you go to audio output where you get to choose where your audio is coming from so in the audio section you'll see a little drop down window where it'll be asking you where is your audio coming from like is it a pc source or is it coming from a device that you have sound coming from so you want to match that audio source to the sound that's connected to your computer or whatever the case is in my case it's my hisense uh hug tv which is my pc monitor and my tv monitor for everything if you have something else as a as a sound display use it just make sure it matches up and and it's audible and once you pick that sound that sound file you're using or connection always click apply and then hit okay because if you don't hit apply and click okay it won't stay put so you always want to make sure you want to do that the same thing when you're adding in your 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 animate your animations too you always want to make sure that you hit okay or save just to make sure it's safe correctly Here's another helpful hint. I oh, I would always suggest anyone, anyone that's always willing to start a, a stream, have a YouTube channel up. Even if you're not gonna be streaming on YouTube, have it up. I'm gonna explain why. Because on YouTube, YouTube gives you the free ability to do unlisted streams or we call private streams. And what that gives you is you can go on live privately and do a bunch of sound test, audio test, and visual test where no one else gets to see but you. And only you can give out those links to the people that you want to see with you so that way they can give you their opinions on how your audio sounds, your visual sounds. So it's an unlisted stream. It's a private stream that the public won't see. And I'll, and I'll do a breakdown of where to go into your YouTube settings to see that. But it's the best thing to do because you don't want to always go, you don't want to ever go live and do a bunch of audio test without without making sure things are perfect to your best of your ability because then people are going to see that and going to be like, what is this guy doing? Unless you want to mark test. But I really suggest that you have a YouTube channel ready to go just for that specific reason. And then once you like everything is set up, then you can go live on your other platforms or really go live on youtube so then your audio mic output you have to click it and add another source just like your output audio for your pc 
you have to click which microphone you're using, which is a Blue Yeti or a C920 Logitech or an Elgato cam or a Razer, whichever your cam is, you click on it, click apply, and then your cam will pop up. Another interesting fact for some people, sometimes when you do click your cam, your, your cam will not register right away inside OBS. You have to deactivate it and reactivate it sometimes, not all the time, sometimes. And then with your cam, the same way that you resized your your border for your for your overlay, for your static image or your animation image, you want to resize your camera to where how you want to be in the corner or in the center, not directly in the center, but off to the side where you feel most comfortable, where, <coughs> excuse me, where it's not so distracting to the player, you know? Most of us like to be like a little box corner or somewhere where the stats, if you're playing a game with stats on them, that's not taking away from the game. Somewhere where you have open space to where the viewers can still enjoy the game and see you in the process. And for those of you that don't want to run a face cam while you're streaming, that's cool too. A lot of streamers do use streams without face cams at all. I'm just saying that if you want to use your face cam, make sure you feel comfortable with the size play around with it make sure you're comfortable and then lock it down also point a fun fact if your microphone has a, a microphone in it turn it off you don't have to have your microphone on with a camera because if you do you're going to run the risk of running audio feedback and looping on itself to where you're echoing and it's repeating on itself you don't want that so make sure you turn the microphone camera off and you can do that by looking at the audio tracks that's in front of you that's further to the right where you see a little mixer audio deck inside the OBS. The reason why I say label everything is because when you label everything, everything will have an audio track to it. If it has an audio, if not, it won't pop up. It'll just be listed, but at least you'll know which audio you're messing with or which camera. If you're using a dual camera, you know which, which ones to turn off the audio. So, once you got your camera placement right, you have the option to go on to your next scene, where you go all the way back to the left from where you had it set from starting soon or starting soon scene. You can have the option to add something else like your gaming scene and title it game. Oh, and before I forget, if you want to have your starting soon be like a word text print, in that same scenery of starting soon, go back to browse, browse the source, and go to text. And that's when you type in your word starting soon. You have to choose the font you want to use, and then you have to resize it to fit, because the words are going to come out really big. So you have to resize and fit the words to how you want it. Most people use Oswald, you know, Oswald for their font. I use Gothic English, but that's just my type of style. This, this is your stream, your brand. You do what you feel is right. Just make sure it looks hot and it stays on brand and it fits your style. So once you're finished with totally the, the starting soon scene, you move on to your game scene. You want to title it. You want to title it game. And once you title it game, this is where it gets really interesting. You have to figure out how you want to capture that game footage. For some of us, it's called window capture, where you're using your Xbox, 
and the Xbox companion app is is wired up to it. And if and if you launch the companion app and you have a PC or a laptop, and if you do window capture, it'll capture that window. But once you capture that window, you have to put it as a Xbox app if you're using the Xbox. If it's PlayStation for you guys, because I got a PS5 as well, it's PlayStation, it's PS Remote. For those that are using PlayStation Remote, um, once you activate that PlayStation Remote and you do the setup and you have to have a second account for the PlayStation, you have to have a second account for the PlayStation. Because if you use your account, it's going to say, well, who's controlling this keyboard? So for the PlayStation Remote Streaming, you have to have a second account. Not to play games on, but to have an account to where you can bounce the recording off of. And you can still get your achievements under the the, the account you want to capture your game on and your trophies on. For the Xbox players, it's just a one screen everything. No dual screen, no second account, no nothing like that. So once you have your window capture set up, that's going to be your dominant scene. Everything else has to be below that you know but you want to make sure that your camera is above that scene above that source your camera has to be above your game source because it's a small it's a smaller window and it has to be over that because if the camera is not above that the camera is going to be behind the game scene and no one's going to see you so you want to make sure your your game scene is the dominant one, but your camera has to be above it. Now, you want to add your alerts for that. It's the same thing. The funny thing about alerts, the alerts could be on top of everything because it's a six second window and it fades away. So it doesn't have to worry about whether it's below something or above something. Especially if it's between your game and your game play and your and your uh, video output for your camera. So keep in mind that the OBS is going to do a top down from top to bottom. So your gameplay is going to be the top priority. Second priority is going to be the camera. That's going to be the one below, and then the the audios are going to be however you see fit because the audios are just the audios. It doesn't matter if you put them on top or below, the audios will come through as long as they match up. If the audios don't come up right away, just do some troubleshooting. You know, you might have to reconnect them, reconfigure. Sometimes you have to unselect it, then reselect it, and it'll work. So your top priority is going to be your game scene and then your camera scene below that. So in this case, the camera is going to be above your game scene and then your alert is going to be wherever you feel like putting it. it. It will pop up because it's a video file that does play and it's an invisible background. So once the audio does play, you'll see the image that you want and the music file that it comes with. If you use OBS or Streamlabs, it comes with its own theme animes, animation, sound bites, you know. Unless you have an artist that's really good, great, good guys for you. If not, and you're looking for someone that wants to do and you're in your market to buy overlays or themes, uh, Fiverr.com, F-I-V-V-E-R, 
it's a good marketplace to find good people that, that know how to do good game overlays and they don't do your scene packs and everything for a good price you just have to really get a feel of who you're dealing with and if you're not comfortable you can always find somebody else that's just my point of fact so once your game scene is well set up you have the option to go right away or you can at least do your be right back scene your be right back scene is a small intermit scene where you could take a break and grab a coffee real quick or have your chat run in the background and just have a chatting scene and still have the letters B B R B or be right back how you do that is the same thing you add another another scene right where you did your starting soon scene and your game scene you got to go back to that same left-handed square the first left-handed option and click add new scene to add a new source a new scene source and then once you title it be right back or B BRB then you have to go to sources again and adding your static overlays or your animated overlays and then you just have to add in the assets that will say be right back or how you want it the same way you did it with your other streams setup once you're satisfied with that and you want to double check everything like all your sources and sound sources because every scene it has to have re-input the same sources the same sound audio audibles and all that because those auto auto audio files will not carry over to the next scene you have to re-input them for every scene if you want the audios to match up because if not and you switch over to a new scene and you forgot to add in like let's say your game audio your game will be playing and the audience will be like we don't hear nothing they'll type in the chat we don't hear nothing so you have to make sure that whenever you add in a new scene you re-input the same audio configurations for every scene that's a must because in case someone does does join your chat or join your twitch or youtube you can get alerted and you can hear the sound still it's a nice little way to keep it interactive so it's the same way of adding your sources your functions same way 19 by 80 by 1920 by 1080 and making sure that you have everything labeled from its top-down perspective be right back is not as demanding as your gaming scene because that's going to be your most interactive scene so be right back is going to be your small intimate break and once you're satisfied with everything and you have all your audible set up you're going to be having your ending scene same thing you got to retitle it and call it ending and adding your assets the same way as you've done from the very beginning it's a top-down perspective your your animation will be the top and then you have to add in all your how you want it some people do use animation alerts to say the stream is ending some of us do you do use music to say the stream is ending or some just say the stream is ending and they'll have it go for a little while for a little bit not too long just to say the stream is ending soon and then the stream will end just make sure that if you're going to use sound or audio make sure that you re-input those audios because if we don't it'll just be dead air and nobody likes dead air so once we have everything configured 
into the OBS and like I mentioned, have a YouTube setup so that way you can do audio test and visual test to make sure everything's okay. You have to go into OBS and then down to settings, you have to check the video output and see how many kilobytes you are running. To do a speed test on, on your computer, I recommend that you go to speedtest.net. Speedtest.net is a safe web browser test to test your internet speed and always look at your download speeds. Always look at your download speeds because is it a download speeds or upload? No, it's your upload speeds. Up, upload speeds. If your upload speed is more than three kilo, three thousand kilobytes, you're good to go. If it's a little less than that, then you have to adjust your stream accordingly because if you're running a, a stream kilobyte that has 3,500 kilobytes or over, that's going to push more to your stream. And if the speed can't hold up to it, it's going to look real staticky and slow and static and stuttery and it's going to look real messy for the viewer. For the viewers, keep in mind that not everybody is going to watch a stream, is going to watch everything and 4k or 1080p depending on where they live and what device they're using so you might want to keep a benchmark between 1080p or at least 720p because depending on where they live and what device they're using it's not going to be so favorable so you want to be fair you want to be fair to everybody so speed test speedtest.net will be a way to measure how much your upload speed is going to be or your download speed it's your upload speed, for sure. So anything over 25 and up, you're good to go. But give yourself like some room to play with. If it's told you that you got like five or six, seven thousand kilobytes. So for example, if it's telling you you got six thousand kilobytes, you wanna give yourself like you wanna put up at least 5,100 in the settings. Where I'm gonna tell you exactly where to go. In the settings, in video output, you'll see a section that says kilobyte. You want to put the number in 5,100 kilobytes. If you have anything lower than that, put the number in, but always give yourself 300 less or 200 less to give yourself some wiggle room because you might have some drop frames. So once you got that measured, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna have the option to use CPU CPU usage. If you have a new NVIC graphics card and it's strong enough, use NVIC new. Because if, you, if, if your GPU can handle it and it's NVIDIA GeForce and you know you have that new NVIDIA GeForce, use that instead. If you don't, then you have to use X264. Or at least have a powerful CPU to go with it. And then after that, you're going to have a third option that's going to say... Uh, how much, how much, how much performance you want to put? You know, slow to ultra to very fast. My suggestion with that is play with those options. This is why I suggest to do a private stream so you can see how it looks. That's why I suggest to do a private stream because you have to test these out. There is no one size fits all, no by the book, because everybody's internet is different from everybody else depending on where you at and location. Especially if you have a data cap, 
you know. So always test and play it. Sometimes your stream is better than than other days depending on the time of day too. So always do test runs. And if you feel like your stream is running smooth, then that's great. And then you have to move to your audio section within OBS. There's a reason why I'm saying that. Once you go into your your audio section in OBS, which you could do this from your audio track inside OBS or go to settings directly, you have to decide which track is where because your audios are tracked from one from one to nine, I believe it was, where it's all tracked up. And if you got your audios coming in track two and your mic audio is track two and your game audio is track one, you don't want the same audio looping back on itself over and over and over because it's going to be a horrible echo. Most of the time, you want to keep everything mono, monitor off because if you, if you do and you put monitor output, depending on your setup, you're going to have a serious echo feedback. This is why I always suggest, I've been suggesting since I started saying this, do a test stream. That's the only way to find out is to do a test stream. So once you have all your audio set up and if you're on Twitch, same thing. Twitch has a special track offer to where track track two audio where it mutes the audio during live gameplay. So as a, as a viewer, you're getting the music and the live audio, but when but when the stream is over and the playback, it's it's dead air. The it's it's a hit it's a hidden audio feature that OBS does offer for Twitch, but not for YouTube. So I suggest you get. Copyrighted free music if you want to add music to YouTube. So once your audios are all set, both the audio section and your whole scene setup, you're good to go. And if you always want to change something, you have the free freedom to do that. Just go back, reconfigure your stuff, and you're great to go. Another thing you want to check out when you do launch OBS, you want to go into the settings section where it does say, do you want to do a, a speed test on your OBS to see if you want to make your stream streaming priority, streaming first, recording second? I recommend yes. Streaming should always be first and your recording second. And then it's going to do a test to see how your bandwidth is going to be. If it's a good enough bandwidth, it's going to try to tell you to run it at 60 frames per second or rather 60 frames of, you know, 60 frames. If you can't lower it down to 30, 30 is fine. You want the best performance. If you can squeeze out the quality of the stream and you got the power to do so without being stutter stuck or stuck in place and drop frames, do so. Just make sure that the priority fits your needs and if something don't fit, it's always good to go back. Here's something else that I would like to point out. I recommend that when you're in OBS and you open it up, you want to right click on OBS and then go to uh, advanced settings and try to set up for it as running it as administrator. Because if you run it as administrator, it will give all your computer allocations to that stream. It will make that resources the priority. 
So whatever else you got running in the background will become second. If you have other windows and apps and streams going on, turn them off. Because from one, when you run the Xbox or PlayStation, it's not gonna allow you to do much because either A, Sony, Sony and Microsoft won't allow you to stream public stuff, and B, it's just more taxing on your computer resources and that's gonna slow it down. Especially if you got a PC that's a little bit struggling and you got and the internet connection is not so great. But if you got a beefy PC, I still say make your stream as run as an administrative resource so it, it takes everything that it needs as priority. So this is from me to you guys. Have fun with your streams. Have fun out there. Do your thing. Have fun. Don't worry about having the best rig, the best setup, because at the end of the day, you are the content. You are the reason why people are there watching you. Just be yourself. If you're animated and funny and that's part of your thing, do that. If you're a low chill perspective person and the game is more of your perspective, do that. Don't worry about who's doing what, who's playing what. Be yourself and your fans will come because you will get like-minded people because you are the entertainer. You're the reason why they're there. Just be yourself and it will come. And if people like what you do, great. And don't be afraid of criticism. Criticism is not always a bad thing because you might want to change what you're doing wrong to make it right. Because if this is going to be your hobby or your thing to do on a daily basis, just like everything else, you want to be good at it and be perfection. Everything won't always be perfect, but you want to strive for that perfection. So just be yourself, have fun, and let your personality show through whatever games you're doing. Just have fun at it and make sure that if you can, always tell your viewers, be polite, be respectful to everybody in the rules in there because you don't want no one toxic in your stream. And if you do invite people over to play, more power to you. Just same rules apply. Well, guys, if you'd like this podcast introduction video and you want more of it, just let me know in my comments in YouTube or in my Instagram in Neo Vampiro IG. Um, hit me up later, guys. I'll be back tomorrow to do Metal Gear 3, talk about my game review on about that. And then I will be talking about other games also. So until then, have a great day, great night. This is Neil Vampiro signing out, saying have a good night, guys.